Yeah, so we are live again for the third episode. Um, we are here on the Break Room Podcast with Jada. Um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, actually. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Jada. Um, I'm currently a MPH student at Washington University, and I work for the Community Wellness Project. Okay, so last week we had Kanai on, and she was a aerospace engineer, but she's, you know, studying that. I didn't know what that was till she explained. I also don't know what MPH is. So do you care to explain what that is? Because I don't really know. Sure, I don't mind. So an MPH is a Master's of Public Health. Okay, and cool. so that's anything you can think of. Uh, most common thing I can use is COVID. Uh, yeah. You know, anybody at the health department, that's public health. So things yeah. like that. So you mentioned COVID. So you was like real big when COVID came out. Like you was really involved. Actually not because I didn't graduate until last year. Okay, so cool. I didn't really get into the field up until March. Okay. And, you know, COVID, the measures were starting to kind of like thin. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't, I wasn't that big. In it. So how different is what you do to being like, let's just say a doctor or son? A, um, a huge difference. Okay, so cool. we don't have that, you know, bedside manner yeah. perspective at all because you know I do um, STD testing yeah. so and it's risk based yeah. so I basically have to assess the need for any risk you have so whether that be harm reduction if there's any needle usage or um, extreme uh, sexual encounters yeah. I basically have to do an assessment um, try to figure out a way to, to counter counteract what you have going on and educate you because you know not a lot of people actually know you know, how can I contract HIV? You know, yeah. back in the day, a lot of people were told, oh, you know, the stigma is, you know, only <clears throat> LGBTQ yeah. can get HIV, but it's not the case. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of doing that. So you was real big, because I've seen, you know, what you promote and stuff like that, like on like sexual health and like stuff like that. So, I mean, we can get more into that because obviously that's a big thing right now, you know, like monkeypox and stuff like that. So, what's the, like, things that people should know just about sexual health? Because you already just told us, like, HIV is not just an LGBT thing. No, no, no. Any, if you are participating in, in a sexual encounter and you have multiple partners, um, you're not using any, any form of protection, whether that be condoms, um, lube is actually a form of protection as well, creates a barrier. Um, you're putting yourself at risk to contract HIV or chlamydia, gonorrhea, anything of those nature, natures, honestly. So, because I didn't know, so lube, you're telling me lube can protect you from like it's, STDs and it's stuff? It's a barrier. Okay. You know, so some people say, you know, I don't like condoms. I don't want to yeah. use condoms. At least, you know, you yeah. can use lube. You know, it's, it's a lot that are just wet based. It feels like, you know, natural lubrication to yeah. create some type of barrier. The biggest key is if you don't like one thing, let's try something. You know, let's just yeah. not do anything. So, so to the people that are out here, because there are a couple, of, like, even just people that I know that are out here that just not using condoms, like, what would you say to them just to protect themselves? Isn't it? Um, that, that's, the, that's the biggest piece I can really say is use lube, really, yeah. in, in all honesty, because, or, you know, the, the states want us to be abstinent, but that's not realistic, you know? Yeah. So, you're outside of like you know for women birth control yeah you can take something called prep so it's a pill you take once a day every day and it protects you from contracting hiv so that's just for women though no that's for anyone but okay. you know i use women as an example yeah, when, yeah. I, when i tell when i talk to any of my patients i just say you know you know about birth control pills yeah you, know, you take it once a day that's exactly how prep is so it's not a big big pill either so so does it have like side of side effects <clears throat> there are a few side effects but i feel like it affects everyone differently yeah. some some may never have side effects some may it's it's touch and go yeah. but it is a very 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 popular drug it's not fresh it's not new like you know the vaccines and things yeah. it's, it's been out for a minute so you is um you've already told us you're big on like public health and um, when covid came out and stuff like this comes out what is your opinion on people that think it's conspiracy okay so when COVID hit the scene, I was a junior, right? Yeah, I was a junior. So everything they talked about, I learned the year prior. Yeah. So the, let me see, how can I put this? I gotta try and make this in like regular terms. So when they were <laughs> yeah. saying, you know, if we all just stay in the house yeah. and 
you know, people are like, oh, well, this is cell towers and this, this, and this, this. And, and you know, I'm for, I'm for a couple conspiracy theories, but no matter who people may say brung it over here or, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't really matter. It's here. Yeah. And if you can trust the doctor enough to go to the ER when you're feeling sick, if you have public health officials telling you, okay, y'all need to stay in the house, this is serious, people are dying, I mean, what what really is the harm in staying home, you know? What's I'm, harm? I mean, for so, look, I was never, see, because we can get into conspiracy theories and that <laughs> after, and that. but for me personally, I was cool, I'm very cool with staying by myself, so I was fine staying at home, but I knew there was a couple people that staying at home isn't like the best thing for them. But the conspiracy theories, like, especially like the 5G one, so the 5G one was, it was just crazy to me. Like there was people like sending videos like, oh, there's some um, big towers causing COVID, and then like I used to like really mess with conspiracy theories like before COVID, but now it's like something comes out. It's like, bro, like, like I feel like people always want to look into things when there's nothing really to look into. Like Americans, I'm not just using Americans example because there's those British people too, but you got the f- like. I think the whole presidential stuff was going on. It was like, they're doing this to America, but COVID was a worldwide thing. Mm -hmm. So it was like, the conspiracy theory is like, I just want conspiracy theories just in general to just know that y'all don't have to look into everything. Like, you know, you can just take stuff for what they are because I feel like a lot of people don't do that. But I do want to get one more thing on the med- on the like medical thing is the big monkeypox that's going on around and it's going crazy right now. How okay, so this is what I've read, and I'm gonna just state what I've read mm-hmm. from Jason. I don't know his second name, I'm gonna tag him when this comes out. But I just want to state monkeypox is not an LGBT thing, no, it's it, it affects everyone. Yes. But I don't know how true this is. This is just what I read, and he quoted it from like a New York Post article. But what he did say was the majority of the like um, transmission, I think it would be from like monkeypox to other people is spread in like areas where there's men's sexual things so it's like saunas stuff like that so I, I don't know the 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 article off my head in it but basically what he was saying was it is for everyone but there is definitely an added risk if you was gay or lesbian or anything like that just because of how the disease tra- I don't know how true this is so I'm gonna ask you about it after but basically, if you are gay, you have a higher risk of passing it on to other people and stuff like that. So I don't know how that true is. I'm going to get your opinion on that, on, on just monkeypox in general. Isn't it? Well, <clears throat> sorry. I, I, I have to include HIV in this yeah. if we're talking about that matter because um, those in the community do have a higher risk. Yeah. And I'm not as educated on monkeypox yeah. yet because it's just now starting to come back around yeah. in all honesty. And I don't really want to say the wrong thing, but I will say that it is an added risk there, yeah. but we are all at the same risk yeah. because we're not protecting ourselves. Yeah. We're, we're outside. It's touch, it's droplet. So it's like COVID times 10, if you ask me, because it leaves sores. I don't really like that. But the sores can be on your face, on your arms, your hands, your feet your um, sexual parts, you yeah. know, your vagina, your butt. Yeah. So any type of transaction that we have, I mean, you and I came in through, you know, yeah. the steps. If I brushed against you and you had it on your arm, you, I just put myself at risk, just yeah. that simple, you know, because yeah. I have nothing on my arms to protect myself. There is an added risk, though, I will say that. Yeah. I mean, so you'd be more scared of monkey bus than COVID. This is going to sound so vain. Um, I mean, I've had, but I've had COVID three times. Yeah. yeah, I had COVID like three weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I'm vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated and boosted. I think it's just the fear of the unknown. Yeah. You know, I had COVID three times now, so it's kind of like, okay, if I get it again, we're gonna. I know what I have to do. I make a boil. I make a boil. You know, whatever. But monkeypox, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I, I'm seeing people post these sores on their faces, and I'm just like, you know, hurt. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like, you know. So it's. Definitely, made, like literally yesterday was my last time going out. I'm, I promise. Like, yeah. I mean that. I don't even want to go anywhere anymore. It's yeah. literally frightening me. <laughs> I mean, even like me, because when I had COVID, I don't know. Because I know when COVID came out, people weren't really that scared of it because they said it was just like a flu. But me personally, I don't know how your experience was. I was dying in that motherfucker. Like, 
when that when it came, like it it was a breakout, obviously. So it was like 2020, 2019, and then a couple of my people got it, but we're all living it. Like, I'm in college, so we're all, all living in the same dorm. So you know, when someone gets this, like okay, someone's got it, then spreads to someone else, and then when it spread to me, see, other people had it, and they was kind of cool. Because this is kind of why I'm more afraid of COVID mm. at this point. Other, but I'm vaccinated, so I, I don't know really. But if I had to go back to I've never had COVID before, I've never been vaccinated, I'd be more afraid of COVID. So mm. my story with COVID was it hit me first. I was a bit tired, was a bit exhausted. I think the second day is when it really, like, I was in that motherfucker thinking I was about to die or some shit. Like, I was on the beds. I couldn't move. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't even lift my phone. I was just tired. We, like... We had to walk to like, you know, you walk to the cafeteria. I'm walking halfway, I'm feeling like my legs are about to like jelly, like drop to jelly, I'm about to just fall down. I'm saying, fuck this, I'm going back. I can't eat, there's no appetite. The only thing I'll always say to people who do get COVID is to drink Gatorade, because that actually really helps. But obviously now, that was me and that was like two, three years ago. Obviously now there's other stuff, like you said, balls and stuff. But me personally, I was in that bed. There was one time where I had fallen asleep because all I could do was sleep. Oh, yeah. and, and I woke up at like four and it was pitch black I thought I died it was pitch black I woke up because my roommates had turned off the lights and they had gone to eat but it was six seven I'd woken up my eyes open pitch black I'm thinking bruv like where the fuck did everybody go <laughs> um I'm walking out the hallways themselves are pitch black I'm saying okay cool so you know something's going on but then I, I figured out a light and everything oh then after like the third fourth day it got better but for them two days, two, three days, like I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. But monkeypox, I know there's a lot of people more scared. Like, like you said, and people are going to say it's vain, but it's like, if you get it, because obviously we see the pictures of people getting this, like scars, there's bubbles on their face, shit like that. And apparently that, the scar, like the bubbles eventually relieve, but the scars don't. I don't know. I don't want to spread misinformation, but you know, fuck you, innit? But <laughs> what I've heard is the, bubbles they burst and then the scars don't leave them some of them do some of them don't so i get why people are more scared of it me personally i'm just staying inside like i mean like you said yesterday was real cool um with the freak neck and everything but going outside and just like if you really out here i just want to you know do this psa real quick if you really out here fucking people no condom no nothing monkeypox times you really really wild I, I just want to say that in my I don't know because you're the public health one in it, but in my opinion, just from looking and reading, like you fucking like anyone <laughs> and anyone in this period of no condom, no protection, no nothing, it just seemed real wild to me. But I don't know because there's an added risk in it if you do it with no condom or no. There's no added risk. No, and I say that only because it's via droplets, so your bodily fluid. So anytime you're skin to skin, yeah. You know, you yeah. can have gone on if you want to. That's and that's why they don't. I feel like that's why they don't want to label it as an STD because. Yeah. There, there's no added risk, but. <laughs> you can't. Okay, let me change it. If you are here meeting random people that you don't know, with no check, no nothing, you're still wild. <laughs> but I do want to get onto, because you you did you have graduated right, mm -hmm. so you have a master's. No. I graduated with my bachelor's. I'm in school for my master's. Okay, you in school for your master's. Mm -hmm. So how long did that whole process take? Like four years? Yes. So how long to get your master's? It's one year? Two. Two. Two years. Um, if you come in with advanced standing, it's uh, a year and a semester. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I loved undergrad. I didn't originally start off as the same major, but I don't think – I believe half the population. If you go to college and you graduate, you probably change your major at least once. Yeah, I, I just like to say, if you change your major, there's enough. I've changed my major like four or five times. Yeah, it's it's not that. I was, I changed in my sophomore year, and I kind of talked myself out of it. I was a biology major. I went yeah. to be a dentist, and I was not feeling the biology. I loved biology in high school. I loved the, you know, the concept of it, but I think it's it was like a, a barrier there for me at Langston because we had foreign teachers and one thing about it if I can't understand you it's gonna spend so much time worried yeah. about what you're saying I can't understand it I can't really focus on what I'm trying to learn so yeah but it's a four years though so you went to Langston right mm -hmm. so that's in Oklahoma yes HBC the only so how so did you are you doing your masters at WashU or you transferred me underground 
I'm doing my master's at Washington. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're originally from Oklahoma? Or? No, I'm from St. Louis. Okay, so you was from St. Louis, went all the way to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then came back to St. Louis. Well, um, after I graduated, I worked in Blue Cross Blue Shield, Kansas City. Okay, cool. And then my dad got sick, so I decided, you know, because I moved back to Missouri for the simple fact that, you know, I wanted to be closer to him. Yeah. Because I would not, I wouldn't be here right now. But yeah. that's another story for another day. So I ended up coming back home, and um, I, it was still in my gap year. I didn't want to go back to school. I took a, I took a year off. Yeah. So Oklahoma. Yeah. Why? I'm, I'm going to be honest. Langston shot me an email because I wanted to go to Prairie View. I think everybody want to go to PV, but it's I, okay. See, I don't even know where that is. I know the school. <laughs> Actually, wait, hold on. I'm tripping. Prairie View is in Texas. Yeah. Right? Okay, PV. cool. Yes, I'm tripping. But, yeah, so they, I was going through my emails because the military, uh, I was, they were funding me. Yeah. So they were like, you know, you guys, my daddy kept saying, you got two weeks before they um, say they not, they're not going to pay you. I'm like, two weeks to figure out where I'm going to school because my parents are not feeling PV. So... <clears throat> I ended up getting an email from Lancaster University saying, we'll accept you in two weeks if you just apply. So I'm like, I think this is Jesus. This is God right here. So I applied. They accepted me like a couple days after that. I mean, I had the test scores, had the grades, whatever. And I just started looking on YouTube like, "Mm, let me see what it looked like. What got me were the dorms. So there are no, well, there are traditional dorms, but the rest of the dorms are apartments. So you have your own room. You share a bathroom with one other person. Um, this is as a freshman. And then when you're a sophomore, junior, you know, upperclassmen, you can move into a two-room two, two room dorm, so just you and another person. Y'all share a bathroom, sh- uh, shower. Um, you have your own toilet. You have your own sink, all that. So it was the the style, the apartment style, similar to PVs, but we had a kitchen inside ours. Yeah. So Oklahoma. See, when you say Oklahoma, I'm imagining – Nothing but OU, OSU, the other universities like Langston, and then Oklahoma City Thunder. Other than that, nothing. I mean, you know, Tulsa, I say Tulsa is like a North North St. Louis. Tulsa is, Tulsa is, you know, first 48, you know, vibe. So you got Tulsa, yes, Oklahoma City. Um, yeah, that's really it, though. I have I didn't venture off too far because, you know, it's still a red state. So. Oklahoma <laughs> Nah, I don't think, so would you ever go back just to be in Oklahoma? To visit? No, nah, to live. N- no. See, no, yeah. I would not. The only reason I would is if I was older. It's like a retirement place. Yeah, yeah. Because land is cheap. Everything in Oklahoma is cheaper. Like, yeah. gas was like, gas was about to touch a dollar, like, at one point. And I loved it there. It took $12 to fill my tank up at one point. Like, everything is cheap. Yeah, see, nah, I don't think I could do Oklahoma. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. But, um... You had mentioned church, and this was something I wanted to get into. Are you religious before I say anything? I don't like the term religious. Okay. Um, child of God. Okay, cool. I, go, I do go to church. Um, I don't want to say I'm spiritually. I don't really like the, the two, but I'm not, like, religious, you know, yeah. because I don't like religion. But yeah. that's just me. It's a lot of, you know. See... I don't want to offend nobody. You, see, but you can't offend me, so this is our conversation. Okay, cool. <laughs> see, when you go to church, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your opinion on the church? On my church? Just church in general nowadays. Nope, I can't do that. You can't do your opinion. I, I I'm, no, I'm saying I can't. Oh. I can't say just my opinion on churches in general because I feel like it's like parents, you know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can't make an opinion on parents when every parent is different, yeah. if that makes sense. You know, we, we just saw this pastor going viral for robbing somebody, fake, faking a robbery or whatever, you know. So if I was to look at him and then associate every single church with how he acts, I would yeah. never be in my church. See, I think you got the right mentality. See, I don't <laughs> have your mentality. I look at church right now, and I see, like, there's a bunch of people my age that aren't going, obviously. No, they're not. Yes, niggas rather go brunch or niggas rather just chill at home. And I feel like there's a couple reasons. So first reason, I feel like when we was young, when I was young personally, and I feel like a lot of people, it was kind of forced that we have to go to church. So now when you're older, you don't want to go. But second, which is more, the church isn't church, what we used to do in it. Church is more like, obviously with the pastor you just said, Niggas is like robbing people like 90k. It's like church don't even seem like a place where you can go to really like praise or just be in church. It just seemed like 
there's a lot of fraud scams that's going on in church for people rather to stay at home. But you say your church is good. I love my church. My church is New Life Community. Ah, new Life. I love New Life. But it is on the east side. I don't know how people feel about that. But, you know, I hear a lot of people saying from St. Louis, you know, yeah, the only thing I do is go to church on the east side, you know, so. See, all I've heard, see, I've only been there a year and a bit. So all I've heard about east side is, like, don't don't go there. Like, ain't no reason to go to east side. Um, I'm going to tell you. Is well, not you. I'm gonna tell the people that told you that it's the same thing I tell people who won't eat chicken tenders when they go out to eat. You have to broaden your palate, okay? It's a lot over there, but okay. if you are afraid to go over there, you'll never know. Like, okay, the east side is you associate East St. Louis, Washington Park, whatever, cool, that's one area, but you have like Old Fallon, Shiloh, it's another mall over there. Yeah. You can always put your ticket in for your shoes, why not? Um, but I mean. It's, it's not that bad. So my parents were from both sides. So I I grew up on both sides. Yeah. So it maybe, you know, I have a different experience than everybody else, but that's just me. Speaking of the east side, because that's in Illinois, because the 1.28 billion mega millions, that was one in Illinois. Yes. I do want to ask you, if you did win that, what would you buy it on? What would you spend it on? What would I spend it on? That is a great question. I have no idea. Let, let's just say you have a 700 million budget. You got 700 million. What you gonna do with the first two hundred? I think the first piece of money, if I was to win it right now, I told my mom I want to take her on a trip for her birthday, so I probably say let's buy the flights right now. I'm pretty responsible with money, but that's that's already in the budget. So my first two hundred probably go towards a, a flight. But you don't don't you feel like because you say you're pretty responsible? Why would you want to be responsible with seven hundred million? Um, <clears throat> because. That's why uh, people who win a lottery be homeless after a while because they just go below it. See, but it's, uh, see, if you blow seven hundred million, see, you're not just irresponsible. You have a problem <laughs> that you need to have fixed. Seven hundred million is kind of crazy to blow. Like, okay, me personally, because it's one point two eight billion, but they're gonna take taxes, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be safe and say seven hundred million. That first hundred million, I'm blowing it. I don't know what I'm blowing it on. We're gonna buy houses, we're gonna buy cars, and we're gonna take trips. We're gonna have a we're gonna have fun in it. Any money I'm I'm gonna get from that is enjoyment. We're enjoying ourselves. See, then we still got six hundred million. You can, how are you gonna blow six hundred million? Easy. You invest in bad decisions, you make horrible decisions, and then you gotta come pay somebody gotta pay you, you gotta pay them, you robbing Peter to pay Paul. It it can be a lot to do with six hundred million. See, Boy, listen, you put it in the stock market, all your money can burn, like see, see. <laughs> If you get six hundred million and you're still trying to make more money and you get burnt <laughs> off making more money, that's on you because you don't need no more money when you have six hundred million. Like niggas can really live comfortable with six hundred million. Like say, I get six hundred million a lot today. Of money. I'm not lie it's to like you. <laughs> it's in your bank account. Why is you then trying to invest a hundred million into some fake Fugazi startup business thinking it's gonna blow and then it don't blow? Nigga, you could have just had your six hundred million and spent. <laughs> However much, on, if you really want to invest, buy like a fucking sports team or a franchise or fast food franchise, you know, that shit always going to be there. Niggas going to get 600 million and then try buy at the tiny ass building on the, on the worst side of town and say, yeah, it's an investment. Oh, you're right. I will buy my mama a house when I first say it. She, she needs a new house. Like that I, would be the, the thing. I, I feel like just being, I, I'm going to say this right now, please don't do drugs. <laughs> If I did, if I got six hundred million, I'm trying drugs. You're trying drugs. I'm, I'm trying all of them. Oh wow! No, no, no see, <laughs> no, when I say all of them, my max is cocaine. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay, see, that's the cheap version. We okay. doing the rich people drugs. Oh, okay. we we out here, you know, we living like rich people. Oh. We is doing all of it. Oh, oh. I, I, I want to see what Pablo was. Now that is what you'll blow your money out. See, no, we see, <laughs> I still got. You, six, you'll get it. You'll get addicted. That, no, that's, that's no, gonna be your drug. No, money, right? no, it's, it's just a try. It's just a, Mm-mm. just a little sniff in it. You think? You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you think you're just gonna sniff uh, coke and just, be like, oh yeah, that was see, it? See, I'm trying to see the legit, <laughs> legit. You know, like, have you ever seen Snowfall? Yes. See, see the coke they were sniffing. I'm trying to sniff like that. It's the reason why they didn't stop. See, no, no. See, even what's the name in, in Snowfall? Harvey, the mm-hmm. the drugs, the arms dealer. He was sniffing, but he was good. Like even um, that's expensive. That is an expensive habit. I got six hundred million. I don't need. I don't need to worry about no money. If I got six hundred million, I ain't got nothing to worry about. I've I've spent 
100 million on cars, trips, and anything else. I've given all my people's money. I still got 600 million. I've spent 100 million. I'm trying the drugs. What happens when you don't quit? Now you got to pay a drug. See, see, see. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> I still got six. Let's just say, for example, I got 100 million. I feel like I have the right amount of people around me that if I'm spending 100 million on Coke, they're going to say it's, it's time to stop. But I don't think I'm going to spend. Think about it. 10 million is a lot to spend on it, Coke. It is. Now, imagine spending 10 million times 10 on Coke. Like, I feel like I just died. How old are you? 20. <laughs> you got a long life to live. See? It's a lot of, that's a lot of years to spend on Coke. See? That's but a I, lot of money. I ain't never said I'm going to spend years. I just want to <laughs> try it. No, nah, see, the only thing about drugs, the problem with that is, how you know you're going to stop? See, I'm going to just trust myself. Mm, okay. But I never said I wanted to go crazy. In the, I just wanted to try it. But I just <laughs> want the really good Coke. So I feel like the really good Coke will cost me a lot of money. The really good Coke is going to be the Coke to have you like, yeah, I need this every night and in the morning. Lunch time too. You know how people start smoking weed and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, man, I can't eat unless I, I got to smoke a blunt before I eat. Oh, there's a lot of people addicted to it, weed. It is. There's a so lot think of about that. Oh, man, I can't eat this cheeseburger. Let me go snort a line really quick. So I can eat my French fries. That's see, a lot. I, see, I'm never gonna get there. I just wanna try. Like, you know, see, the people that really be on coke, they be having the time of their lives. I, I think that's my issue, cause I'm like, you know, I am not a wild girl. I'm not trying none of that, cause the second I can't stop, it's a problem for everybody. I yeah. probably get, my mom probably beat me up. You know how everybody else, mom would be like, we gotta get us some help. I'm gonna get dragged, dragged, ran through. All it's it's bad. It's bad yeah. over here, so I don't even play those games. But like. <laughs> Okay. Rich or not. If you were 700 million, you win the lotto right now. What's the ir- You have to spend it on something irresponsible. You got to say, fuck it. Oh, my gosh. I can't even put myself in that predicament because I probably pay my car off, buy a couple houses. See, see, nah, but you... I'm, I'm not giving my money to the family either. Like, you know, I love them. And, you know, I'm paying, you know, whatever I can. We got to have a meeting. It's, I'm going to turn this into a real business ordeal, like, Everybody got to come in and tell me, okay, what you what do you need to be paid? What is what is hurting you the most? Well, then it's not gonna be, oh, cause let me get. It, I can't do that one. That's when you open. I wouldn't even tell nobody. We're gonna be honest. You you wouldn't tell your family. I'm calling my mom immediately. I'm telling her we. Well, I'm gonna tell my my mama gonna know I'm real, but I'm not telling nobody else. They if they find out, they that's on them. But it won't be because I told them. Cause all that does is open hands, hands, hands. See, hands. see, I'm very good with saying no. So, I don't even want to go through that, though. No, no, I'll, I'll go through it. I'll go through it happily. See, my immediate family, all the way up to my uncle. Okay. All my uncles and aunts, I'll slide your mill. Other than that, don't come to me for no. If you blow your mill, that's on you. I, I ain't do nothing. I ain't tell you how to spend your mill on it. I was like, because I got 600 million, so y'all obviously my peoples. I'll slide your mill. But if you blow the mill, don't come, don't come ask me for nothing. And so I think in our community, we have to realize, like, our people are horrible with money. It's not going to be hard to blow that meal. Because people don't have financial literacy education at all. Oh, that's cool. If they blow it, they got to go back to work. And, and they go call, that See, and that's another thing. They like, oh, okay, I don't got to work. My niece just, nah. What, I don't like grown people that don't like to go to work. You got to stay at work. So that's why I'm like, I don't think I really tell anybody. You ask me for some money. You know, I don't like to go to work. It. You say what? I don't like to go to work. You don't like to go to work? No. See, I don't even have a job. But that's a, see, see, life here, life is shit. I've, I've just, my life isn't shit, but I feel like the whole concept of life, because I've heard this from someone I before, agree. <laughs> it's just shit. Niggas have to wake up and go to work every day. That's crazy. For 60 years. Like, if you're 20 right now, you have to go to work for 60 years. Like, that's crazy. And I guess that's why people are trying to do the financial freedom thing. But one thing about it, I say go to work. So you don't got to ask me for no money. <laughs> yeah, don't, see. Don't, don't be asking me for money because you don't want to go to work. See, if I have 600 million and I give you a mill and you blow it, that's on you. Like, I really can't do nothing else for you. Don't come to me asking me for another mill. I ain't got it. That's really just what I have to say. Like, <laughs> I ain't got it for you. Like, you have a million dollars right here. You can blow it. Like, nobody, I don't think anyone could really, do you think you could live off a mill? Yes. You could live off a mill right now for the rest of your life? Yes. Nah, I don't think so. Because I'm going, I, okay, so I love what I do. Yeah. So it's not work to me. Oh, no, no. I'm saying you can't go back to work. Oh, no, you can't live off. Yeah, see. I mean. I, I mean, 
No, you couldn't. If I don't live above my means, I could, but I don't know. That's a lot of bills forever. I'm only 23. What um, what would be above your means? Okay, so my car note is about 244 right now. If I was to go and get a car that a car note was 340, that's above my means because I don't need that. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. But that's just me. I'm really, like, minimal. I am, like, super minimal. My dad was, like, a st- so my dad was 72. Yeah. He passed away. Rest so, But, um, you know, so he kind of gave me, like, that old school, like, not stingy with money. I can save, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about, you know, equity, all that other stuff. I have a, I'm a plethora of financial literacy. But um, I'm big on not living above my means until I don't have to. Yeah. So like you know, this, if I won the lottery, I, I, it's cool. We can live above our means at that point because it's not above our, it's not above my means. I have the money. Yeah. I, it's it's the functionality of it. So right now, I'm on a bachelor's degree salary, so you know, I can't live above my means. See, if you had a mill though, would you still go to school? Yes. Why? Well, I told you I love oh, what I do. Well, not a mill, because actually. You give me a meal right now, I don't think I'll go to school. But f- let's let's lower it to 20 okay. mil. 20, 20 mil. 20 mil. Because you, you can definitely live off that. You give me a 20 mil, I'm good for life. Yeah. But yeah. I would still go to school. You still go to school? Because at that point, I don't have to work. So why not? Everything, it's like the life is a playground. Life is my playground at that point. Like, okay, I want to go do this. I'm going to be the president tomorrow, bro, to be honest. So, yeah. I mean, you see, when you say it like that, Mm-hmm. I'm just saying as, I'd go to school, but I wouldn't want to do no assignments. See, <laughs> niggas is, is, is giving me like um, like assignments to do 900, 900 words. I'm not doing it. With Ooh. 20 mil in my account, I'm not doing it. Because why am I going to do it for what reason? I'm already rich. <laughs> but I'm already rich. Like, the whole point of school is so you go so you can be in a better position to get a good job right. For some people. Okay, what's it for other people? I just want to learn. You know, sometimes you just say, I just really want to be a doctor, honestly. You want to be honest? Like, I just want people to call me Dr. Meads, like me. Like, yeah. you know, some people are like, kind of arrogant like that. Well, whatever, I'm just going just because I want something added to my belt. You know, you just, for some people it's sad, though. I mean. Because I feel like college is not a ticket to that. It's not your ticket. It's just a piece of paper. It's, it all depends on what you do yeah. in college. Yeah. So I, I disagree. Like, you going to school to make a better decision, you know, put yourself in a better position, but it doesn't guarantee it. So, yeah. it's so many other successful business owners out here. Like, my friend, um, we were at Langston together, and she decided to leave. Uh, she was homesick. She really didn't feel the vibes. Like, she felt like college wasn't for her. She came home. Now she's, like, one of the biggest nail techs right now. Um, Dior Nails on Instagram. Okay, Nails with a Z. But um, she's super, she makes good, good money. I'm talking about good money. She has an extreme amount of clientele. So, like, college isn't for everybody. And she yeah. didn't even know how to do nails first. So. Yeah. I mean, for me, personally, I don't, I don't know if I'd say I recommend college. <laughs> really, I, the college life is really fun. And my major, I really enjoy my major. But if you don't know what you're doing in your junior year, I just tell you to drop out. Cause these these um, this motherfucker expensive. Yeah, it's it's really a waste of time at that point. I, yeah, I say sophomore year. That's just me though, because what, what's going on with you? Maybe you need to take time away and step away, go back home, or you know, like if you in your hometown, you know, I don't really know what to say about hometown, but I know if you are out of state and you're going to school wasting money, and you still don't really know what you want to do, it's probably not there. Yeah, you have to literally like separate yourself to find your passion. Yeah, I mean, enough about the millions in school. How's your week, how's how's your week been? My week. Yeah. Oh, what did I do this week? Well, you know, it was a lot of flooding this week. Yes, I did want so, to speak about that. My house didn't get flooded though. Um, it's a lot of resources out there. Yeah, I should really donate some stuff to the families. But my week was cool. <sighs> my hair girl got sick, so she played me a couple times. But we just—I don't want to get into hair again because I just, oh on the episode that's just about to come out this Wednesday. We, we went into the hair people, but you know, shout out to hair people, I don't want to do them again. But on the flooding, because I never seen flooding like that ever. It's a sewage system. 
and, and nobody can tell me otherwise. That's just me, though. I could be speaking out of turn, but that's how I feel. So what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, I think the sewers are back there. They're not cleaning them how they're supposed to. Oh. See, I didn't even think about it like that. Don't quote me, yeah, but that's how I feel. I, I just seen a bunch of rain. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I didn't even think, I didn't even try to think that far. I just seen rain. I, I've been thinking very practical. <laughs> I think that's the word. Whenever I see something, I just see it like that. I don't even think, oh, maybe this could be this. Or Since COVID, I've just been straight up. I only say that because, you know, in like Houston and, and NOLA, yeah. you know, a lot of the issues are the sewer system. Like, yeah. They're horrible. And St. Louis is known for being, you know, kind of janky, just a, little, just a little shady. And I just feel like they're not cleaning the sewer system because there's no way that our sewers can't process the, the water. It was not bad. I've seen it rain harder than this. Yeah. So what? what's really the game? Like, what's really going on? That's how I feel. That rain was crazy, though. I was driving in it, so I don't know. Listen, but it was like random streets, just random streets. Yeah, it was, it was a bunch in youth city. There was a bunch up north. But my story was, like, I remember the night, the first night it happened, because it happened two nights. It was late, and I just hear bare storms. I was thinking, okay, you know, St. Louis is what it do. I wake up in the morning, you check all the pages, and you see it's like flooding, like cars. It's like, bro, like. But then it calmed down the second day, and then obviously there's a bunch of people out here that are taking donations. So I had donated, I had a bunch of stuff. Like, if you have a bunch of stuff in your house right now that you're not using, please donate because there's a bunch of people that need stuff. And um, the second that I'd gone to go get more, some more stuff, like they really need underwear, socks, stuff like that. So I'd gone to Walmart to get all that stuff. All of a sudden, I'm in Walmart, I'm hearing big thunder. I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's just St. Louis again. I come outside, it's pouring. I've never, ever been soaked like that, ever. Like, my whole clothes, everything was drowned in, in, in um, water. So I've got all the stuff. I'm running with the fucking trolley right beside me. <laughs> my car, I've obviously parked my car. It wasn't raining when I went inside. You know, St. Louis, that shit can change on a dime. Like, so I'm running, I'm running to my car. I've got a bunch of stuff, so now I'm just getting soaked, putting all the stuff in my car. I mean, but we got there eventually, but like I said, there's a bunch of, there's, like, me personally, there's a family right now, after we shoot this, everything turned out, I gotta, I'm gonna go donate some stuff to them. But anybody else that needs donations, you know, hit me up, post it, there's a bunch of people outside here that post and shit, but yeah, that's, the flooding, I don't know, I ain't never seen nothing like that. It was crazy. I ain't never ever. It was ever. crazy, but that's that's kind of how it is down there in Houston. It flooded bad. Yeah, but um. And we're not Houston, so something's ain't it's something not right. She's saying there's a sewer. I'm gonna go with the sewers. It's, it's, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. No, no, don't call me. I said don't. <laughs> see, that's my conspiracy theory. See, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with that because it don't even make sense. It doesn't. Random streets. Literally, yeah. I was downtown the other night, and I'm like, yeah, street. It, it, it this is a street flooding. Like the Lindell by McDonald's, that whole motherfucker was flooded, like down there like four or five feet. That was crazy. I, I said, damn. Right. And then people were drowning and stuff, like, mm mm. Yeah. Nope, something don't add up. But um, obviously, yesterday we had that free clinic, but what else you been like? What you been watching? Was it on TV? Yeah. What am I watching right now? I just finished Flash, y'all. I love superheroes. I ain't seen that motherfucker since season two. And they had the yellow flash and shit. No, it's it's like season eight right now. You lame. You too yeah, I, I ain't seen that motherfucking damn near ten years. And the Umbrella Academy. I don't know. I, I watch. You wouldn't even think I watch stuff like that, like Vampire Diaries and stuff. That's what. That's type of stuff I watch. See, I don't watch TV, but the one thing I do watch. See, no, see, we gonna get into two things. So, <laughs> there's a movie that I watched, The Gray Man, which I'm gonna get into after. Oh, I watched that too. You watch, okay, yeah, cool. So we can, so we can talk about that, but. I do watch Love Island. See, I don't know if y'all know about Love Island. There's a USA version, the UK version. Mm -hmm. The UK version is really, really big in the UK. Damn near everybody watches it at the exact same time because it comes on every day. The USA version, I would say, is better mm. because there's more like um, drama and stuff like that. They need to sponsor me, honestly. I've been promoting this for years, <laughs> but um, it's on Peacock. I'm gonna I'm tell most of y'all to watch it because it's really, really interesting. But I do want to get into The Grey Man because I don't watch movies and I decided to watch that movie. And you thought it was good? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't good to you. It was, listen, it was real good. So, obviously, just, just spoilers, just real spoilers. So, if you, if you want to watch it and you haven't watched it, go watch it before you hear this. So, 
the Chris Evans guy, he's in, because you're big with superheroes, he's in, he's either Thor or he's in Avengers. I'm not big with movies at all. Okay, now you, you revert back to, to uh, movie star stuff. I'm not going to be able to tell see, you. See, I'm not going to. I just know he's in one of them in it. So basically, he's the villain in this. He was a cold. I thought he was the best the, the best actor, the villain guy. What was his name? Like Lacey or some shit like that. He was the villain? Yeah, the guy that was like. Um, Trying to get the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, see, I can't remember his name. Lansky, Lacey, some shit. He was the best for me. Um. So basically, the plot of the movie is like the dude six. Mm-hmm. He's basically an assassin that they got from prison. They trained, so he's supposed to kill one of the other assassins that the government has hired for. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, like it's all um, scheduled out plan. All of a sudden, dude forgets the plan. He says, "Fuck it, fire alarm." Everybody runs out. Well, that's because it was a kid, though. He didn't want to shoot the kid. Oh, see, I never saw that. I just seen him go fire alarm. Everybody's running out. And you know the people that were on the mic, they're like, you know, we don't we don't care about the kid. Shoot him too. Yeah. Like you know, and so he was like, nah, I can't shoot the kid. Yeah, and then four runs out. Boom, 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 boom. The fight, and you know, fight, fight, fight. He kills four. Before four dies, he gives him a chip or a necklace that mm-hmm. has a chip in it. And he was like, take it, take it. Six was like, no, nah, I'm not taking it. Six is like Ryan Gosling or some shit like that. Or Ryan Reynolds, the guy in Daredevil. And then I think, don't quote me on that. So. <laughs> He takes it now, and then the niggas that told him to do the hit, they all look at him and like, um, what What did he give you? Did he give you anything? Because they knew four had that shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Six was like, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't get nothing. And then the nigga was like, Carmichael, whatever his name is, the guy in the CIA or the government, he was like, fuck it, he has it. How are we going to get off him? Now he's like, fuck it, we're going to call this nigga that he does everything crazy, Sociopath, all this shit. And they, and they called him, they said, look, we need this guy. How are we gonna get him? And he, the guy's like, listen, my ways is, says it's bad. But you yeah, know, it's nothing, you, we don't have it on regulations. Whatever yeah. I wanna do, that's how we gonna do it. If I'm gonna kill a bunch of old grannies, then that's, the grannies gotta go. Then that's what we gonna do. So <laughs> the guy, he's like, fuck it, innit? We gonna, we getting him. They, I can't remember what he did first. They met him somewhere, and the guy was like, what size shoes do you wear? The guy said, four. He said, why? All of a sudden, he has a shoe. I can't remember how it went, but he's taking a shoe now. Um, who was the girl that they were interviewing? You know, in... It was his partner. Yeah, yeah, his, his partner. partner yeah. So the CIA, they've got his partner now. Boom, boom, they've got his partner. They're like, Where's, where is he? She's like, I, I don't know. She d- but she don't actually know. Yeah, I'm, she didn't know anything about the chip. She didn't yeah. tell her anything. He told her to go ahead, head back without him. Now... The niggas like, you know, he's all invading her personal space and she's like telling her, oh, you, you know, you going down with him. She's like, I don't know where he is. She actually don't know. Now, they found him now. She had, so the CIA nigga had to leave the whole interview with the girl. And he's like, um, we found him. He's in fucking Prague or some shit. Because he's given the chip. He sent the chip off the that he got from four. He sent it to some woman in Prague, got Prague mm-hmm. or something. One of the old CIA reps or something. Yeah, yeah. To, to keep her safe. Boom. It, I don't even want to call who I think it might be because I was going to say it's Viola Davis and I'm pretty sure it's not it's her. It's not. It's not her. So let's not even forget. It's a really famous black woman. So <laughs> she's he's gone there now. She's pulled up. Um, he's looked and he's like, oh, these niggas that got to come, did you get into the chip? They got in now. And it's all the CIA nigga that's gone and it, the chip is basically the CIA nigga killing all these people unregulated or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Doing all types of off the books yeah. stuff. And if he gets caught, it's, you know, it's curtains for him. And it's clear that somebody in the CIA has been, like, allowing all this mm-hmm. shit to happen. Next thing you know, boom, boom, boom. We're just going to call this nigga Lancey. It's not, it's probably not his name, but he pulls up to Prague. Boom, the black woman's like, go, go, go. Like, you know, you know what's in there now? Take the shit, go. They pulled up, knocked on his door, um, overtook his shit. And the woman's like... They're like, where is he? Where is he? Where's the CIA? Um, where's six? She's like, I'm not telling you. She's like, where's six? I'm not telling you. Then they come in closer, and then she's like, you guys should have run or some shit. And she blows up the Boom. whole the whole thing. I'm thinking, okay, so this movie's serious. She's dead now. She's killed a bunch of yeah. niggas. Lancey is still alive, so he said, fuck it. He's what? like undefeatable yeah. for some odd reason. He's this nigga crazy. Now, 
he's gone and got Fitzroy. Now Fitzroy was Six's like mentor. He taught him how to do all this shit. Fitzroy, see, this is where it gets like it was an added plot twist. So Fitzroy has a niece that has a pacemaker, right? Mm-hmm. F- um, so the Lancy nigga has gone and kidnapped that niece. The thing about Denise was Six used to babysit Denise. Yeah, so they they were super super yeah, tight. They was real tight. So he's taking the niece now and he's taking Fitzroy. Fitzroy's kinda set him up. This was before we you know we kinda jungle, jumbled up the story, but you know. <laughs> Fitzroy's kinda set him up by calling him because they have his niece, so they're like, Fitzroy, tell him to meet us here. So Fitzroy's on the plane with no, Six is on the plane with Fitzroy's boys, you know, mm-hmm. he thinks they're cool. Next thing you know, they try to kill Six. Six, obviously, you know, skilled and Kill everything. Them. Okay. Killed him, quick. Then he calls Fitzroy back. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Um, he's like, basically, they have my niece and that, you know, so I hide or some shit like that. So, anyways, fast forwards. They have the niece. They have Fitzroy. Um, the Lancy nigga, see, this is why I think it was cool. So, there was one scene where he's like, he's got Fitzroy, and he's like, he twists his ear or some shit. And he's like, I don't even know what the fuck I just did. It's not torture, but I just fucked you up. And then he was like, but I'm going to do way worse to you. I said, yeah, this is a real-ass rhythm. Like, he is crazy. Like, this is, this is a good, he's a good actor. So, Y'all should watch. I'm going to be Yeah. He ripped off his nails. Crazy-ass shit. I ain't never seen nobody do shit like that. So he, he's ripped off his nails now. Six is like, fuck this. I'm going to find him. All of a sudden, these niggas are in some um, Eastern European country. Um, the police had somehow, no, Lancy had put out a hit on Fitzroy for like 15 million. No, not on Fitzroy, on Six. He put out a hit on Six for like mm-hmm. 15 million. So basically, Six had gone to a nigga to get a passport, passport yeah. and stuff like that. He gets in there, he's taking the pictures, and then the guy taking the passport traps him. The guy taking the passport says, hey, Lancy, we've got this nigga. Come pull him. He, um, Lancy pulls up. He kills him. Yeah, Lancy pulls up, right? The nigga's like, where's my money? Boom, 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 dead. He didn't even respond, just killed him. Yeah, because stop playing. Like, what if, and then they start looking for it. They find him. He's trapped in the bottom of the floor with, like, um... What was that, gas? Yeah, yeah, like gas or some shit. Six, I don't know what the fuck this nigga on. What they told this nigga on CIA or some shit. But he's figured out a way to blow up the whole thing. Um, Underground, like, water flashes everywhere. Now, there's like 15 niggas out here waiting to kill this nigga six. Six kills all of them. <laughs> he gets out. The police is there because, you know, it's the Eastern Europe. All this. They arrest him. No, he starts running. Then they arrest him. They caught him. He beat up one of the police. You know, he run away. They caught him. Now, he's in the middle of like a square. I'm talking like a big ass square. He's handcuffed to a... When I say there's like 20 people, different organizations, all trying... Because there's like a 15 million bounty on his mm-hmm. head. They've all pulled up. This nigga is handcuffed. At least a million shots was let off. I feel like at least. They've all been shooting. None of them touched this nigga. He's not even like dodging them or nothing. No. They're, they're all just missing. The nigga Lancey's on the phone talking about something. How hard is it to kill this one guy that's handcuffed? <laughs> Nobody can get him. Some, and then just the way his partner comes out of nowhere. She comes, she's driving or some shit. Or she frees him. Now he's on a train. A train. This end is out. I don't know how this fucking this nigga don't die. He still don't kill him. He's he's still on train. Then his partner comes out of nowhere with a red ass car. Benz pulls up, catches him. He jumps. This is like some real fast and furious shit. This is why yes. I really loved it. Cause jumping out trains. Uh, yeah, don't. he jumped out the train and landed on the car with his partner. I think yeah, it was his partner. She's like getting a boot. He's like, why? Like I've just been beat up. You know, this nigga just been shooting at me. Can't sit in the front car. Nope, getting a boot. He gets in the boot now. Where the fuck did she take him? You remember? Mm-mm. She took him somewhere. And then they made a plan. Skip forward. Da, 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 da. They made a plan to get into the Nazi people office. No, dead. Did they go see the niece, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, they went to see the niece. Of, they went to see someone. And then this Indian nigga comes out of nowhere. Crazy. This nigga comes out, kills this nigga. No, not kills anyone. He starts shooting. Right, This is like... Thanos or some shit. He pulls up. He's fighting everybody. He takes a chip. He leaves. The police catch him. He's like, oh, don't touch me. It wasn't me. It was a guy. It was six in the building. As soon as they come close, does off the police. He's gone. They over it. Then he says, 
then Six and his partner, they say, fuck it, we're going to the building where everybody is, where Carmichael, everybody is. They pull up, long story short, they invaded the motherfucker. Six has the daughter, no, the niece and Fitzroy. And then they've taken out everyone, they're almost out. Fitzroy got shot. Rest in peace, my nigga Fitzroy, innit? He got shot. He said, take the niece. The niece is all crying. I'm not trying to leave him. He said, fuck it, take the niece. The niece goes with him. She's all crying and shit. And, you know, Six has to tell her to be quiet because they're trying to hide. And Lassie comes out of nowhere. And then, okay, cool. They, um, they're trying to, they're trying to set up everything. We're going to wrap it up real quick. They try to set up. They kill him. Basically, they was fighting. They were shooting and everything. They're trying to kill him. And then the nigga's just like, the nigga's just like, listen, forget, don't kill him, don't shoot him. We just gonna fight, mano y mano. Cool, real cool fight. They dropped the guns, Drop the guns, everything. They said, we gonna fight, real cool. They start fighting, and this nigga, you know, Lancey, scum-ass nigga, brings out a knife, starts dabbing him and everything. Chops up, chop, but somehow, this nigga dies because Lancey's partner comes and shoots him. It's real, it's, y'all just have to watch it in there. We have to wrap this up real quick. So the way we used it like because we started last week. So there's a playlist. So what songs do you even listen to? And then we're gonna add it to the playlist and then everybody's songs will be there. Um, okay, so song I'm listening to right now. I'm listening to Glorilla and her like gang. Yeah. Is it hot potato? That's really what I'm listening to right now. It's called okay. hot potato. Okay, cool. We're gonna add that. <laughs> I'm gonna add Propeller by J Five and Dave because that song just came out. That's what I've been listening to. But yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. This was real cool. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, we're gonna wrap this up and episode gonna be out on Wednesday and it's gonna be every Wednesday. So yeah, next episode dropping with Kenai out this Wednesday. Then y'all gonna see this real soon. So yeah. Thank you. I think we're cool. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. We're cool.